Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Talking Tuesdays. As always, my name is Rachel Jenkins, and I am the Vice President of Recruitment for the University of Kentucky's Panhellenic Council. This week's episode theme is scholarship, but before I get into the nitty-gritty about academic resources and financial scholarships, I just wanted to give you a couple of reminders. So we're still super excited about primary recruitment, and it's getting pretty close now. We're about a month away from moving, and we couldn't be more excited to get to meet you all. As always, the link is up in our Instagram bio, or it can be found at ukstory.com on our registration tab. So registration will still be open until August 24th, but we do have some important deadlines that are coming up. July 15th is the last day to register for recruitment and be invited to exclusive Q&A sessions with our Gamma Chi's. And then August 3rd is the last day to guarantee your t-shirt size. We always order a couple extras, so if you're on the fence about registering and need a couple more days to decide, that is totally fine. But if you want to make sure you get a t-shirt for open house and bid day that fits correctly, August 3rd is that target deadline to make sure you have everything set and submitted. Now that that's out of the way, this week's theme is scholarship. So we'll be talking about the academic benefits of joining a Panhellenic chapter. There's a couple of different aspects of scholarship, but first I just wanted to cover some basic information about academic requirements. So Panhellenic as a council does not have a GPA requirement, but each chapter decides on their own standards to hold members to. The minimum high school GPA requirements that chapters can have range from a 2.8 to a 3.3 GPA. You can check out the GPA requirements that each chapter has on our website, which is ukstory.com. If you go to the individual chapter pages, that'll show what their GPA requirements are. We prefer that you submit your weighted GPA on your recruitment registration because it's more consistent across schools, and we'll verify it with your transcript to make sure that everything is okay. If you're an incoming sophomore, junior, or senior, the minimum college GPA requirements that a chapter can have ranges between a 2.7 and a 3.0 GPA. And then also, if you have any extenuating circumstances that affected your GPA in high school or during the previous years, and you'd like to explain them, you can email us at ukSorority at uky.edu so that we can consider an academic exception. Generally, these requirements stay with you throughout your time in your sorority, so this means that you have to maintain these grades to be in good standing for your chapter. For example, if you aren't maintaining your GPA, your chapter may deem you ineligible to run for leadership positions or say that you are not able to attend social events. So the benefit of having that accountability and making sure that your grades are staying up lets you do all those fun things like leadership and service and all of the social events. Generally, if you do fall below these GPA requirements, then you'll most likely be reached out to by your chapter's academic chair, who might require you to spend some extra time with a campus tutor or meet with her to talk through an improvement plan just to make sure that you're getting back on track and getting back to being in good standing with your chapter. Your academic chair will also be someone who can refer you to any study resources that you may need, as well as helping you out to find women in your chapter that are in the same major as you. An important thing to keep in mind is that recruitment does take place during the school year. And your Gamma Chi will be there to make sure you're getting adjusted to campus life and managing your classes, so please make sure to ask her for any advice or any help if you need it. She's here to be your go-to gal for any questions that you may have about UK during your first weeks of class, so make sure to use that resource. Actual recruitment rounds will not interfere with classes, but if you do have a class that interferes anywhere with the recruitment schedule, so for PM Welcome or that Friday, which is the first day of philanthropy round, please let us know. Obviously, class comes before sorority recruitment, so we want to make sure that we're accommodating your schedule so that you can have all of your school stuff all set. We have a full schedule posted on our website on the primary recruitment tab, so you can double check there. So please make sure to include that on your recruitment registration or email us so we can accommodate that for you. 
Okay, so now that you have a little bit of the basics about scholarship with UK Panhellenic, I'm going to let our first guest introduce herself. Hey everyone, my name is Caitlin and I am originally from the small town of Oswego, Illinois. I will be a junior in the fall of 2022 and I'm majoring in healthcare communications with the goal of becoming some sort of healthcare administrator in a hospital. I also have the amazing opportunity to serve as the Panhellenic Scholarship Chair, and so I'm so excited to get to talk to you all today about all the opportunities and resources that you'll have as a Panhellenic woman related to scholarship and academics. Okay, so Caitlin's also in a pretty time-intensive major, and she does a lot for UK Panhellenic and her own chapter, so she's going to talk a little bit about how she manages everything on her plate. So my first two years at the University of Kentucky, I was in a major called Agriculture and Biomedical Technology. And in addition to that, I was on the pre-pharmacy track and hoping to go get my doctorate in pharmacy. I had no idea when I was signing up for that major, the amount of heavy, heavy prereqs, chemistries, STEM classes, labs that I would have to take. And that was extremely hard for me to adjust to. But some things that were helpful to me when balancing school, my chapter, and exec Honestly, they were endless. Within my chapter, as soon as I joined and went through primary recruitment, I had a support system of girls within my major and within my college. It's a very small major, and so I had no idea if there would be anyone in my major when I joined my chapter, let alone my college. But there were, and I was able to get into a lot of study groups that helped me adjust into that major extremely well. A lot of chapters on campus also host study hours for freshmen and for girls that may be struggling. This helped me not only meet people at these study hours that I might not have met before, but it also gave me a set aside time to really focus on my schoolwork and I didn't have to be stressed that I was missing out on something because I was also with a bunch of my sorority sisters and we were studying. There's also study sessions outside of study hours that I was able to sit in on if I just wanted to get in some extra studying but didn't want to be alone, things like that. I had no idea that when I joined my chapter exams, quizzes, all of that, if that was going on during a chapter event, then that was an excused absence and I didn't have to feel stressed about missing any of that because I knew that it would be excused. Along with that at UK, the opportunities for academic resources are absolutely endless. One that I utilized a lot my first year was the study, which offers free tutoring for common hour courses. Along with that, the University of Kentucky has Presentation U, helps you get ready for presentations and the Writing Center. And honestly, there are tens of more opportunities for academic resources than that available to you as a Panhellenic woman. Amazing. As Caitlin said, yeah, there are so many resources for you as a Panhellenic woman and as a UK student in general. So for those who don't know what common hour classes are, that's basically just classes that are usually larger. They're typically prerequisites for a lot of other majors or classes. So for example, Chem 107, Chem 103, um, Math 141, but classes like that that are typically larger and that have a lot of students that attend them. Those exams are set for common hours outside of the classroom. So, for example, if your Chem 103 class was scheduled to meet Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 11 to 11.50, you might take your exam at 8 p.m. on a Thursday. Okay, so my next question for Caitlin is, 
How do you think being a Panhellenic woman has helped you academically? When I went through primary recruitment, I was extremely nervous about how I was going to balance my intense major, but also have fun and be present within my sorority. Well, as it turns out, I did not have to worry about that at all because being a Panhellenic woman actually has helped me academically. Like I mentioned a little bit before, when I joined my chapter, I immediately had a support system of sisters within my major and within my college that were able to help me, check in on me, and also hold me accountable to my grades and my studying. With that, my chapter and all chapters here on campus have an academic chair or a scholarship chair that is checking in, able to provide resources, maybe hosting events related to academics and scholarship to help you be successful in the classroom. And I had no idea about that going through primary recruitment, but it would have made me a lot more comfortable and secure. Along with that, we do, like I currently get to have a Panhellenic scholarship chair who hosts events and maybe resources related to scholarship and academics. I remember in the fall of my sophomore year, I saw an event for study snacks during finals week, and that actually helped me out a lot, knowing that not just within my chapter, but beyond in the Panhellenic community, I had people that wanted me to succeed in the classroom, and so I was able to go to that event and then head off to the library and have something to much on while I was doing my finals week studying. Amazing. So could you share with us a little bit more about your position as academics chair? Kind of what goals you had coming into the position, what have been some of the cool things that you've done, and what are you excited to do next semester? Okay, so I'm super excited to talk about this question and all of the facets that go into my position because I feel like I could talk about it all day. So the first part and what goals did I have coming in as scholarship chair? I was at first really nervous to take on my position and I was super overwhelmed, so I tried to set some really attainable goals for myself. The first one that I set was to host a successful Month of the Scholar. And Month of the Scholar is something that the National Panhellenic Conference puts on in February to basically highlight academics and also thank those that help us out in our academics. And it's just a really awesome program to increase academic and scholarship awareness. And so in Month of the Scholar, the scholarship chair has the opportunity to host um, three events of their choosing, and so I really wanted all of those events to be a success, and I really felt like they were. I got to do a faculty appreciation brunch, a letters to professors where Panhellenic women and honestly anyone on campus could come and write a thank you letter to faculty on campus and then I also did a um, sister shout out with study snacks and you could shout out a sister or people in other chapters that you've seen been working really hard so that was my first goal and it was super fun another goal that I had was to increase knowledge about resources using the scholarship chairs in each chapter and so I made a google doc of all of the resources that we have available at the University of Kentucky and I encourage them to share this with their chapters and I really do feel like I was able to get more people to know about academic resources on campus and I really feel like I made a difference specifically in academics that way. My third goal that I had was host events that Panhellenic women really want to attend even if they are related to academics because I feel like sometimes even me it's easy to see an event and be like that's about studying or something like that I don't want to attend that and so I wanted to host a events that I thought that people would really love and want to attend 
and I really feel like I was able to do that and that leads right into my second question of what have been some cool things I've done to work towards them specifically and related to my events I got to host an event called blind date with a book and so I did a book drive and that was super fun the event actually ran out in about 15 minutes I also got to partner with our awesome wellness chair Julia and we hosted an event called brew can do it during finals week and we had coffee and donuts and tea and it was a really awesome way to just spread some cheer during finals week and get a little energy during studying and my next question of like What do I want to do next semester? And this is awesome because I feel like my brain is just always running through events that I want to host. And so something I really want to do next semester is more post-grad prep because academics for a lot of students continue past the undergraduate level. So maybe I can do a LinkedIn workshop or something to get a professional headshot done and make that more attainable and equitable to all students on campus and then I just want to keep increasing engagement on events and hosting events that people really want to attend. All right thank you so much for having me and I've enjoyed this. So that was our amazing scholarship chair Caitlin. If you want to learn more about her and about scholarship at UK Panhellenic you can follow her Instagram UK underscore Panhellenic or even the Gamma Chi Instagram because Caitlin is a Gamma Chi this year. All right, we have one more guest, so I'll just go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, my name is Katie Ann Brown. I am from London, Kentucky, so it's like the southeastern part of the state. I am a rising junior studying neuroscience and biology, and I'm currently the director of academic affairs for Alpha Delta Pi. Awesome. I'm so glad Katie could be here. So my first question for you is what kind of support can members receive in ADPI for their academics? I feel like there has been no shortage of encouragement and support from the girls in ADPI about my classes and in general my career path and the things that I want to do with my life. I feel like too there's just so much excitement about it and excitement about the opportunities that everyone is getting and the things that everyone's been able to do. It's also so wonderful because there's so much practical advice to go around. Like everybody who has taken similar classes or done similar things to me has been so supportive and so open and willing to engage about, you know, their advice or maybe what works best for them or how they were able to study um, the professors that worked well for them and the professors that they kind of struggled with. It's those types of things that you receive that kind of support you know, and that encouragement, but you also receive advice like that, that is so, so helpful. Um, and the importance of that, like, just can't be overstated. Um, that's been one of the biggest ways that I think I've been supported and encouraged. And it's been so wonderful, so helpful. I feel like I just am surrounded by people who really want me to do well and want me to succeed. And that's the beauty of it in ADPI for sure. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. That's a common theme throughout all of our chapters here on campus, but it is always really special to hear each person's experience. So I was kind of wondering if you could go a little bit more in depth about how specifically ADPI goes about supporting the members and the steps that they do to make sure that the members feel supported and encouraged and on track academically. So at ADPI, we do a lot of different things just to make sure that our girls feel very connected to one another and well supported in their academics. 
We do things kind of from a chapter approach and we also do things from an individual approach. So as a chapter and as a whole, I feel like we try to really do things to incentivize people to boost morale, especially during really stressful times around like midterms and finals week. Just whenever we know people are probably undergoing a lot of academic pressure. So we sort of try to alleviate that. We try to do things during chapter meetings where we shout people out for the amount of hard work that they're putting in. Um, that we see how much dedication they're putting into their internship or their class or their research opportunity, how proud we are of them. We like to brag on each other quite a bit in, in our meetings, and it's just kind of a good way, I think, of as a whole, all of us being able to acknowledge the hard work and the dedication of those types of things that we are passionate about and to celebrate that about each other. So we, we try to emphasize that, but then in an individual way, we also want to make sure that in our academics division that we're meeting with girls one-on-one -on -one for little coffee dates and things just to make sure that anybody who feels like they're undergoing a lot of academic strain or maybe are worried about a specific class, a specific project coming up, an exam, we want to make sure that those girls are, number one, connected to campus resources like the study or one-on-one -on -one tutoring services, but also to each other. So we try to you know, connect the dots between people who oh, you know, I know so-and-so has done that class before. She's taken that exam. She's done those types of things in her career. Do you want to be connected to her for more specific advice? So we kind of try to keep that up as well. We just want to make sure that everyone feels very well connected to one another. It feels like they can reach out to one another as well as to us in academics. I do a lot of check-ins check via text just saying, you know, how are you doing? How is, how's your studying going? How's mental health is everything okay? You know, is the stress alleviating or can I do anything else? So it's just stuff like that that we try to make sure everyone feels very supported, very encouraged in a chapter-wide sense and also just in a one-on-one -on -one sense. Amazing. Now I only have one more question before we move on to questions from the Instagram box, but what advice would you give a PM who's nervous about balancing school and sorority life? To the PM who's nervous about balancing school and sorority life, I want to tell you that I was you, so I completely understand and sympathize and relate to you. I'll also tell you that you're not alone, and that's the beauty of it. And your Gamma Kai's and the girls standing outside of the chapter houses, and hopefully the chapter that you go home to and you find a place in, you are going to find so many people who are doing a similar adjustment and who are in the same boat. and. Everyone around you is trying to figure out what works best for them. And rest assured, it might take a little bit of trial and error and kind of working through it, but the beauty of it is that you're never working through it alone. And hopefully you're working through it with people that you just feel like you really connect with and you really relate to and that you will meet through recruitment and through that whole process. So that's the exciting part is that you're going to meet so many people that will make you feel you know, very supportive, very encouraged as you are making that adjustment. I'll also say if you're really worried about it, just ask about it in your rounds. There's going to be so many, you know, probably efforts to make you feel comfortable and make you aware of the measures that every chapter takes, you know, differently to support and encourage their new members in making that transition and in finding a balance. So just ask, you know, if you're, if you're really worried about it, everyone's going to be able to tell you the types of things that they do to make sure that their members are comfortable and feel like they are really being able to enjoy and make the most out of college and the social life and also be able to take care of and prioritize themselves and their academics. So definitely ask about it. Get a good planner. Block, block out your time. 
um, you will learn to manage it and you'll get to do it with people hopefully that you really love and you really connect with and that's the best part so okay so a big thank you to katie and caitlin for being here and answering some of our questions and if you have any more questions about academic support that we haven't answered yet in this podcast please send us a quick dm at uk underscore panhellenic so we can get that answered for you now let's move on to the questions from the box so the first question is when paying for sororities is the total amount due up front or periodically so that differs from chapter to chapter and each chapter will present their financial expectations for membership during the sisterhood round of recruitment. This will typically include the total amount due per semester when you're a new member, when you're an out-of-house active member, and when you're an in-house active member, but it basically just breaks it down. And this year, we're starting a new thing where we'll have presentations for you, just going over the basic costs that each sorority presents and when the first payment is due. Most sororities offer payment plans that spread out these payments throughout the semester, but make sure to ask those questions during Sisterhood Round or the Chapter's Finance Chair after bid day. The second question is, how can we sign up for more scholarships? So, to be honest, you are more likely to receive scholarships from an outside organization than you are from your own individual chapter or panhellenic. Panhellenic offers some scholarships, but those typically don't go towards dues. We offered a scholarship to support members who are applying to grad school, and we offer a diversity leadership scholarship, which pays for $500 of an incoming student's books. But it's most likely for scholarships from national organizations to be given to sophomores, juniors, or seniors who have leadership experience in the sorority that demonstrate financial need. So again, it's most likely going to be easier to apply to outside scholarships from either companies or individuals. And then our last question is, do we need to wear certain colors of dresses for different rounds? And nope, these different rounds of recruitment really allow you to show off your own individual style. So there is no restriction for what colors you can wear. Okay, that was all for this week's episode of Talking Tuesdays. Next week, we'll be talking about philanthropy, so why our philanthropies are so meaningful, service opportunities, and the philanthropy round of recruitment. Again, thank y'all for listening, and I'll talk to y'all next Tuesday.